0: And we're back for another episode of the Subplay Experience Podcast. My name is Joe. And I'm James. And we're the two siblings from Thailand. And we're back again today for yet another hangout session after a long week of tedious work. And the question that I have today is whether or not we
1: should pursue our passion.
0: And this is kind of a question that you've been pondering upon uh, on on yourself, right?
1: Uh, I've been pondering upon that question and i have also taken action okay on that as
0: well you want to tell us a little bit more about that so
1: when i was in college i did accounting it was one of the most boring things <laughs> i had to do in my life and i used the word
0: had to because our father he asked that mm-hmm. i did accounting i mean um, as you would imagine a typical asian parents they have certain expectations and you kind of have to abide by that yeah so
1: yeah and so during college i also had time to work part-time in, you know various establishments like Mm. hotels and restaurants and all that and i I, it occurred to me that i really enjoyed working in the kitchens Mm. and um i would cook for the customers i would talk to them Mm. we would have a good time Mm. every time I was in the kitchen mm. I was very happy mm-hmm. so after graduation we moved back to Thailand and then I decided okay I'm going to take the kitchen career to another level I'm going to mm. go in, and work in a Michelin star restaurant mm. and I'm going to try to make it as a chef mm. I worked there for one month and that was enough mm. and it came to, to me that oh huh, man like I don't know what it is about me maybe I'm just not really up for you know, like hard work was it, mm. or was it because I actually didn't enjoy the kitchen work so much mm. so then I spend the next couple of months thinking about um, you know whether or not like I should do accounting as a career mm-hmm or pursue my passion right so called passion which was cooking at the time right. as a career right, and I've tried both, and it turns out I didn't really like any of them mm and so it occurred to me that back in college when I, you know, when, when I had to do accounting every day from Monday to Friday, sometimes mm, the weekends, mm. and I got to work in the kitchen. Mm. What I enjoyed about that kitchen was the fact that it relieved me from accounting. Right. I enjoyed the kitchen work as almost like a workout mm. session, you know, something you do during the break time mm. that takes you away from your main thing.
0: Mm. so I didn't
1: ex- exactly enjoy the kitchen the job itself I enjoyed the other aspects of it I could have right. been singing oh, in different right. restaurants which right. was what I did as well and I enjoyed it a lot and that was what I was enjoying right a lot about so when that was translated into something that was full-time we were working in the kitchens for mm. like you know from morning to midnight morning to midnight every single day you You come to realize that maybe this is not exactly for me Mm. and I think um, this applies to a lot of us as well I'm not trying to discourage people from pursuing their passion Mm -hmm. and I think that this is something that if you practice you know whether you are drawing something on the iPad or you're practicing music or you might be you know doing um, I don't know photography or anything you should just keep going like Mm. if, if you have you know say school or a career that you're you're doing right now mm-hmm. it doesn't hurt to you know also do this as a part time mm. what I'm trying to say is we don't have to pick one thing for ourselves mm. we can do something you know like the, the majority of the time right so you have a 9 to 5 job right 6 p.m. you're like you're free right so you can do whatever you're interested in mm. you know like for us right now it's a long weekend we have like three days off mm. so I spend all that time cooking Mm. But I'm not exactly working, you know, professionally in the kitchen mm. to achieve that, you know, ideal life of you know pursuing my passion. Mm. So, um, yeah. so
0: you're saying there's a caveat to that that old saying that says uh, if you love doing something on a job, then you're not you don't have to work at all in your life. Is that is that what you're trying to say?
1: Um, I guess what I'm trying to say is um, we should try out everything that we think would mm. be good for us. Mm. Um, if you think that, you know, cooking mm. is, is going to suit you, mm. go and try it. Mm. But don't don't abandon ship, mm. just because you think it's going to be good. Because once you try it, it might
0: not be good, and mm. you might not like it. You know. And and this coincides with what our uh, beloved father, mm. our beloved dad, he used to teach us. Right. Right. And he said, "What you're good at might not be good for you," and what's good for you might be something you're not good at. Might be something you're not good at. Mm. And there's a hint of truth. And in fact, there's quite a big chunk of truth in that. Yeah, there's wisdom right because there. Because where where's the line? How do, you, how do you assess yourself if you're good at this thing or right. if this is good for you? Mm. What kind of parameters are you using to measure that? Right. Is this your own assessment? Mm. And a lot of times against nothing, mm. right? You think you're good at this yeah but who's to say that but, but yourself right yeah so I think this is something that I also realized too mm. uh, and that was you know when, when I before this I wanted to get into the uh, uh, two industries right mainly first was the entertainment industry okay and another one was the liquor industry mm. Mm. now the common mishap or the common this uh, uh, illusion that I had at the time with these two industries is I kept looking at the, the glamorous parts of these right, right I mean yeah. if you become a successful actor or oh. actress right you, you have such a good life yeah and you get to be one of the main uh, a role or, or a main actor in that particular uh, whether it's commercial or whether it's film hmm. you're treated like a king yeah. right? so I, I kept looking at those mm. good parts those beautiful parts those okay. sweet parts. Mm. Same with liquor industry, you know. I used to work in a bar, and I loved the environment where where people come and just chill and just talk to each other, and people right. get drunk, and you get tipsy, oh. you get tipsy, and you get very happy, right? Euphoria, yeah. right? And I kept looking at those good parts, right? Those glamorous parts. But then, when I actually you know dabbled in those two jobs, they were actually quite uh, tedious in their own ways. Mm. And then I had to start thinking if these things were something that i wanted to do for the mm. rest of my life right, as a career right. mm. or are they something that i want to do as a hobby or mm. uh, you know as part of my leisure mm. right so yeah so that's the the, re- the sort of a similar realization that mm. i had in the past couple of years
1: and and when you
0: looked at those jobs what were you doing at the time were you studying or like you i was studying i came right. back there in the summer and and these are the things that i I thought I would be good at and mm. I thought I would really enjoy which mm. I did to a certain extent right but then of course before I went into it I didn't see right. the, the not so glamorous parts mm. of these two industries. I'm not saying there are ugly parts of these two industries but yeah. there were things that you know nobody likes to do yeah and another point is that in all jobs there will be certain elements of, of those jobs that you don't like to do mm. you just have to suck it up so you know you have to really kind of weigh it out Right. You can't expect a job or it has to be, you know, all perfect mm. and you'd like every single aspect of it. It's I don't think it's realistic. Right. So that's another realization that I had. Mm.
1: And and I think this is a problem that even the most successful governments are trying to deal with as well. Uh-huh. That you want to let people pursue anything that they want to do in the world, okay? But if that is achieved, then the world will just stop spinning Mm. if you think about it I mean nobody wants to pour the concrete Mm. on the ground nobody Mm. wants to like stay out in the heat and like Mm. work in construction Mm. but those jobs have to be done yeah nobody wants to like do data entry oh yeah we're trying to replace all these things with Mm. robots Mm. but still there will be aspects of these jobs that require human intervention Mm. and if everybody is free to do whatever they want to do in their lives nobody's gonna do these jobs Mm. So, everything will just not work out. Mm. And yeah, so, um, you know, like pursuing your, your, what you think is your passion might, might not be the way out. Mm. And I think if you want to find out, the only way to do it is really to, just to try it out. You have to try it out. For yeah, you to realize. And, and you just got to dip your feet in the water. Yeah. You don't have to jump right in and uh-huh. then realize there's like a shark in there. Right. You know, you can just try it out. Mm. And if you like it, try dipping both feet in. Mm. And if you like it, like really
0: like it, then, you know, try to like, you know, go even deeper in there. But, you know, mm. you don't have to jump right in. And also one thing about passion is that, you know, we have to start redefining um, the definition and the extent of what passions can mm. be, right? Right. For some reason, we we have been developing this understanding and, and we're fixated on this idea that... Passion has to be um, just one thing. Mm. That you have this one passion. Right. Or my passion is music. My passion is uh, cinematography or whatever. Right.
1: And most of these, what we think is our passion, is is often very visible to the eyes as well. Right. When we see a guy playing the guitar, Mm. we say that's passion. When we see somebody cooking, making bread, we say that's passion. Mm. But when somebody is like organizing something, Mm. that's not very media worthy Mm. we don't see that as passion Mm. but somebody out there is actually passionate in making things very organized Mm. and that in itself is passion it's something that we very much enjoy
0: right yeah I I like that because certain passions and certain activities are are just not as sexy as the others exactly so people kind of disregard that as Mm. being passionate as well yeah and I was just saying that all of us we can have multiple passions yeah I think it's perfectly acceptable and and you know it's doable to Mm. have many many passions yeah Uh, one passion you might uh, engage a little more uh, uh, intimately Mm. and while another you're just uh, you know an audience or someone who 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 appreciates uh, from afar right so those are fine as well Mm. passion kind of reminds me of another you know I think what what I consider to be an important aspect of life and that is hobby what do you think about having a hobby is having a hobby important you think
1: I think it's it's important in um, I guess it you know it depends on the perspective you know that mm. we want to look at mm. hobbies but for me hobby is important in, in, in a way that it helps you develop yourself mm. in aspects other than the stuff that you do as your main thing mm. you know so you, you could have hobby you know planting trees like, mm. like tending your garden mm. And that helps you to understand the plants and, and the nature better mm. you know you could you could play with your dogs for a hobby it doesn't matter mm. you know so yeah I think it, it really takes us away from what we do as the main thing mm. and that to me is important
0: mm. yeah I believe that everybody should develop or you know attempt to find his or her hobby right on, on two front because number one I think the benefit of having a hobby is that it it Uh, keeps your faith in humanity and and your your faith in life Mm. fulfilled? Yeah. Or it makes, rather I should put it this way, it it makes you feel fulfilled. Okay. Because imagine after a long week or a long month of work, right? Sometimes you start questioning yourself. Mm. Is that all to life? Right, right. Am I really here to just do this work and and get this this thing done within this deadline and, and that's it? Yeah. Right but if you have a hobby, an extracurricular hobby, or something mm. else other than things you have to do for a living it it gives you a certain uh sense of faith and 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 it reminds you again that oh man, there's other aspects of life that that matters too, right, and it gives you your life meaning, that mm. is to say mm. also, I think a, a hobby is important because it helps a person right develop and and clearly define his character right because i think you you define someone by one of two things or or both right and that is the career that he mm. that he's in right yeah. the kind of job that he does and the things that he loves doing right right His hobby Mm. which which you know in many cases become his passion Mm. so it what it's what defines Mm. you as a whole so i think it's very important and i think we should not uh confuse you know activities that we all love to do which are uh, shopping right watching movies and listening to music as being hobbies exactly for me they're not necessarily hobbies they're Mm. just things that everybody likes to do right 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 Mm. A hobby should be something that um you're willing to put in some some work Hmm. whether it's it's you know uh a mechanical work as in you got got to put in the work to to develop those certain skills or uh, work as in you have to spend enough time on it to be able to truly understand and appreciate it Hmm. from an insider's point of view So i think uh, that is what is going to make your life very fulfilling
1: the point that you mentioned earlier that we can all have several hobbies Mm. to me is very interesting Mm. and it's something that a lot of us overlook as well Mm. um and i think it's got to do with the fact that many of us try to label ourselves as being something i want to be you know i'm a musician or i'm a soccer player or Mm. i'm a tennis player Mm. so then we limit our hobbies to just that one thing that we want to focus on Mm. but i think many of us in fact all of us have various interests Mm. or things that we are interested in Mm. and I think the fact that we are trying to achieve that status as fast as we can in effect limits our capabilities to pursue several hobbies at the same time so say let's say you go to school and your hobby is you know playing tennis so then you say that I play tennis as a hobby Mm. so that means I have to be good at playing tennis so Mm. I'm gonna dedicate all my free time to playing the tennis Mm. which is not a bad thing but what's important is to really figure out what the main driver in doing those things are for you are you doing this so that you can tell people Mm. that I play tennis as a hobby or are you doing it just because you enjoy it Mm. because those are two very different drivers Mm. and if you have You know uh, different mindsets on these things it's gonna it's gonna affect the way that you practice these things Mm. because some things when you practice takes a long time and people just can't wait that long people want to be good at something after they practice it for a few months Mm. that's what people want they want to see results fast Mm. but some things require years sometimes decades Mm. of practice of understanding of slowly absorbing the understanding and, and, and the skills to actually achieve mastery, mm. and I think if we are more patient in, in the things that we do as hobbies, I think we can pursue several hobbies.
0: Mm. You can literally
1: d- dedicate like hours on one hobby, and hours more on another hobby if we're mm. willing to wait.
0: Mm. Sometimes I think we get too carried away, just looking at the results. Right. Looking at and, and and anticipating the finishing line. Mm. So much so that we forget to enjoy the process. I know it mm. sounds very cliche and everything, yeah. but but sometimes you gotta you know, really sit back and, and knock yourself on the head and hey, dude, enjoy the process. It's not mm. about the result. Right. You have to and in fact if you're pa- if you're really passionate about something, and this is a good test for it, if you're really passionate about something you care less about when you're gonna get good, mm. and True. instead you True. enjoy the process of learning and improving upon that mm. thing. Mm. But if you were to do something and, and just for the, the sake of the result, right. I don't think you can confidently call that your passion. Right. The same way that you know some a lot of people they they work out for the result. Like oh, I want to work out because I want to lose weight. It, okay by the way it's good to have goal but if they were to put that in front of them and 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 say oh I want to lose weight right this amount of weight by then right mm. if they put that in front right they, they will forget to, to enjoy the process to enjoy right. the act of working out not itself improving their forms and, mm. and, and improving or rather improving their body as a whole the journey itself is enjoyable if you choose to look at it mm. the right way I think
1: and once you achieve those goals that's it because mm. you have achieved those goals oh yeah you you want to lose this amount of weight mm. you have lost that amount of weight and that's you You
0: stop. the movie ends
1: and I think the the fact that people look at results or want to see results
0: mm.
1: is actually tied to other people as well
0: mm. sometimes it's
1: not that they want they want to see the results on them they want other people to see that they put in the hard work and they have achieved this results Mm. and once people have seen those results they see what they have achieved they just stop whatever Mm -hmm. they're doing and I think there's a clear line between people who actually enjoy practicing what they practice or doing what they do and Mm. people who do these things so that other people can see them do Mm. these things Mm. so if you you ask yourself would you still do this if nobody in the world is ever going to know that you are doing this Mm. would you still do that would Mm. you Practice your guitar If no one is ever going to hear you play the guitar mm. and, if you, and if the answer is no You're not going to practice it anymore Then what you think is your passion Is actually tied to somebody else it's, it's, might, It might be a desire to impress somebody Or to show people what you're capable of mm. And that might not be your passion might not be what you really want for yourself But what you want other people to see in you
0: that's a very good point, actually. Yeah. And even I have to, to think about myself and, and ask myself that question. If, if uh, many of the things that I'm already doing right, can fit into that uh, description. Mm. Wow. Well.
1: Nowadays, it's been so exaggerated by the social media as well. A lot mm. of the stuff that we do, we do them just so that we can put on the social media. Right. We can put it up there because everybody can see it. Right. Or we think people will look at it. Right. That's right. why we did them. Right. But let's say you cut yourself out of social media. You, you, nobody's gonna see whatever you're doing right now. Right. Would you still do those things? Mm. You know. I think that's a that's a really important question that we should ask ourselves, and you know, see whether or not this thing is your passion or not. Mm. Mm.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's it's nice to, to put things online and, and yeah. get praise a little bit. Get yeah. you know that a sense of. Uh, verification every now and then it's, it's okay to do that right but that can't be the the uh, the main objective right
1: main in fact I think objective. there are good things when you put stuff online as well I mean if you do them well and you put it up there it it's, inspires other people mm. to do what you can achieve as well mm. you push the boundaries of what's possible mm. those are good but okay. if you're putting it up there just to you know seek appraisal and
0: approval from people Mm. That might not be the way to go, yeah, man. So I think it's been a a good talk, albeit a, you know a rather short one today. But yeah, it's, it's a good session yeah. nonetheless. Yeah, and uh, hopefully we'll, we'll, our, our good friend um, James Lau from Malaysia, who has been residing <laughs> in Canada for the past four or five years, he's, yeah. guess, guess what? He's moving to <laughs> Bangkok in yeah. in a couple of weeks, and I look forward to that. Hopefully, we'll get this guy on here as well. Yeah. Um, if you're wondering, you know, what he's like, he is very similar to Uncle Roger. Very similar in many, many ways. So look forward to that, guys. And and I'll, I'll see you again next week, James. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Zero. yeah.